You're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 311. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the... I think we're both grumpy with one another. Or, or grumpy at life and we're taking it out on one another. We're just John Brown we're, we're grumpy at life in general lately, yes. Too and much happening, too much going on. It reminds me of that. I'm sure it's a TikTok sound first, but I saw it on Instagram Reels where it's a scene from Schitt's Creek where um, brother and sister David and Alexis are fighting. Mm-hmm. And they, one goes shut up and the other one goes you shut up no you sh- shut up that's been us that's been yes us. Yep. will we talk about that in the bonus section of probably course we will. <laughs> of course we will <laughs> but let's actually get into why we're here today carry on uh, this week we're asking a question of ourselves of each other uh what do you bring to the table that's as a dom sub kingster and also in terms of your current or future ds relationship Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, at LovingDS, and then, then the number one, what are words? How do I speak? I don't know. So it's at LovingDS1. Or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can usually watch us <laughs> live stream the podcast every Wednesday, but not all the Wednesdays. We'll talk about that later, too. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. Uh, we are able to keep doing this weird, wild, wacky thing because of our kinky community over at patreon we are grateful to every one of you um, <laughs> not sure what we'd do without you uh, if you would like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content plus a, a discord server with a bunch of super cool kinksters uh, you can just join us at patreon.com slash lords that's patreon.com slash lords or use a link in the show notes so before we get started uh quick announcement a big, huge OMG kinky thanks to Beducated for sponsoring the show uh, for another week. Yeah. Thank you, Beducated. Beducated is an online learning platform similar to others that you have totally heard of before on other vanilla channels, but it, it is devoted to sex and relationships and, yes, even kink. We've talked about Beducated before. We have. Um, the platform is filled with classes. They add new classes all the time. Um, the classes are primarily video-based, but there'll be some text. There'll be, you know, other things. There'll be homework sometimes. But it's all, <laughs> like, going at your own pace. So you pick a class that you're like, yes, this is a thing I would like to know about to learn about sex, improve my relationship, you know, learn a little bit more about kink kind of stuff. And then you pick it and then you take your time going through it at your own pace. You can do it with your partner or you can do it alone, Mm -hmm. whether you're single or not. Um, If you use our link in the places, show notes for podcast listeners, description box uh, on YouTube, uh, use that link and use our code LOVING, L-O-V-I-N-G. You will get access to Beducated for $9.99 a month. That's a really big discount off of their normal price. Um, And you can cancel at any time, so you're not locked in forever. Um, And you'll get that discount every month you're a member. So it's not like you get that discount on the first month and then they jack up the price. No, 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 no. You don't have to worry about that. Um, And I was looking at, you know, we sometimes talk about individual classes. I was Mm -hmm. like, let's kind of catalog some stuff here. And I went through and I was like, okay, we don't talk about sex enough. Let's talk what kind of sex classes we got. And here is a list of things that you might be like, I wonder how to do that. And you can learn on Beducated. There's pegging. 
There's fisting, and I think fisting might be a relatively new one because I had not noticed that one before. <laughs> there is strap-on sex, and for anybody mm-hmm. who goes, but isn't that pegging? No. Necessarily. <laughs> strap-on sex is for more than dildos up uh, cis guys' butts. Okay, just saying. Um, there's one that really like made me go, uh, okay. Uh, that's a dirty talk. I'll tell you why that made me go, uh, mm. okay, in a second. There's one on play fighting slash wrestling really? in kind of a sexy okay, kind of way, which be... immediately made me think about primal. Primal. But they're, I don't think they're talking about primal, but that's what came well, to mind. Yeah. If you want to incorporate some wrestling around in your primal play, that might be a good course just to kind of learn some of the dynamics of, okay, we're going to throw down while we're doing this. Uh, There's one on fingering. So if you're like, I need to up my fingering game or I've never actually fingered anybody in my life. (laughs) Like if I was gonna, if I had a partner who was like, I would like you to finger me, I'd be like, hold please. (laughs) I've never done that to anybody but myself. Let me (laughs) me take this class. There's one on lap dances. I know, like, not gonna lie, everybody's like, I know there are people like, but lap dances are whatever. Of course, anybody can lap dance. No, some of us are awkward, awkward people. And I am one of them. And if you were like, mm. give me a lap dance, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Um, I, can I just sit on your lap and grind? Does that count? <laughs> That's what I know how to do. Um, so no, I could go take this class. But no, the dirty talk one made me go, what? Here's why. One, I do not like dirty talk. It's the opposite of a fetish for me. The opposite of a kink. It is a little bit of a revulsion. Do not like to hear dirty talk. But part of my dislike of dirty talk is that I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do it. And I think a lot of people will f- say no to dirty talk, not because they're like me and like, ew, stop. But because they're like, I don't know what the hell to say. There's a class, there's a class. There's one of the modules is like dealing with like your aversions and your your fears and anxieties about it. There's a section where they actually give you ideas of things to say, like, if you're over here going, I, I'd love to dirty talk, but what, what do I say other than what, how did I used to text you when we would dirty talk, we would sext, we were long distance. You would say something like really elaborate and like what you were going to do. And I'd go, mm. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I tried to get into it, but I didn't know how to respond. There were a lot of emojis really like yeah. we didn't have then as many good emojis as we do now, but I made use of those emojis cause I didn't know what to say. So if there are like some not major things that you absolutely have to have to have a sexual um, successful, what are words, successful relationship, but little things that you're like, I'd like to know how to do that. Educated probably has a class is all I'm saying. So if you would like to get a sex educated uh, for not too much money, uh, use our link in the places, use code loving. You'll get it for $9.99 a month. Use it as long as you need it. And when you're like, anymore then then you're, you don't have to commit to anything except maybe you know your own sexual pleasure and or a partner that's all i'm saying well you know now hearing some of this i think you may have a homework assignment coming up do i look like i have time for a homework assignment we'll talk about that <laughs> later all i would like to say is thank you educated for sponsoring us we really appreciate your support okay <laughs> so before we get into the episode and recording slash all the things we're doing here I need you to know that if I jump up and I start screaming, it's because there is another, this time actual bug in this office that came in through that damn back door that's behind the camera that nobody can ever see. Um, And it came in on JB's watch and it scurried before he could get the bug spray out. 
and zap it and I'm just waiting for the thing to come out. And it is a bug I don't even, I like, I dislike so much, I don't even like to say the name. And if I see it or if it touches me or if it gets on my chair, or if it gets on this table, I will start screaming and running simultaneously. <laughs> so, and we might not cut it out because you know, we're not really professionals around here. So I want uh, everybody to be All I will warned. say in my defense is I did try to get it. Um, Lola was laying on the floor right at the door, which was why I was opening the door to begin with. The bug scurried right under the dog <laughs> and she was just fun. like, oh, something moved. Okay. We're not naming this one, okay? This is not a spider like the previous now like deceased Boris. Boris. Okay, <laughs> Boris is deceased. Uh, rest in peace, Boris. I don't care, but still, others mine. This is a bug I disdain. So I just, oh, God, no. We're not naming it. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it's creepy crawl. We're not. <laughs> so for anybody who's like, what's that noise? Uh, the fan's going on. Yeah. Um, there will be a hum in the background now. So the topic for today is what yeah. you suggested i'm so proud of you oh my i know it's not <laughs> you have ideas you just don't think in terms of what are we going to talk about the way that i do True. so when you're True. like hey let's talk about this i'm like let's write this shit down because we're totally talking about this. i i show up i you know no you know notice it down and and i go through and make sure all the tech is working look you add to every single conversation we have when i remember <laughs> to let you speak okay but <laughs> let us be real. One of us is the idea factory. Yes. And so uh, we celebrate when you have ideas and in, in hopes that we'll encourage you so that when you have other ideas, we can do those too. There you go. So you're the one that that said, let's talk about this. What is is it about this idea of bringing something to the table? What is it that's on your mind about mm -hmm. that? Um, I, I think this kind of goes with um, a lot of different things. You know, whether it's it's just a, a, a regular relationship to kink or, you know, anything like that. You know, what do you bring to the table? What are the things that you have to offer? What are you adding to the relationship yeah. or the situation? Or and, and I know that sounds um, a bit clinical mm. to a certain extent. But when you when you think about it, it really does make a lot of sense, mm -hmm. you know, because one of the things that that brought this about uh, and, and kind of mentioned this in passing uh, and, and it's happened to me as well. Hear so many people say, you know, my gosh, I get all these messages. I get I get all these um, uh, people approaching me. And they think I'm some kind of kink dispenser. Sure. You know, and, and I'm just supposed to, to dole this out like, you know. Right, like they have on, a shopping the, list and they're yeah, trying to check it and, off. And or... I'm just supposed to dispense this on request. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether you're in a relationship, uh, you know, a 24-7 relationship with someone that you're with, or even if you're a, a top and bottom that someone's just a play partner, you know, it, it kind of comes down to what do each of you bring to the table? What makes it work? How, you know, how does it click? So I, I think that's something that's kind of important that needs to be, be talked about. And, and I think it, it's also something that gives um, an individual kind of the opportunity to self-reflect mm -hmm. on, on what it is they want themselves and, and what they can offer to somebody. 
Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. And I think that there will be the perfectionists, overachievers, people who stress and worry about being good enough, who have some issues that you're working through, because aren't we all working through issues? And to to those people who I would categorize myself as one, this is not meant to add pressure or add a burden to you on that you're supposed to achieve the unachievable Mm -hmm. and some ideal. It's more about recognizing that it takes two or more, depending on your AM, but at least two people to come together and make something successful. That is either a relationship and or just a scene, whatever you're doing with another person, in this case, in power exchange, you're both contributing to this. So what Mm -hmm. is it that you're bringing? And I, I think that some people could, you can take that in any direction you want. And I think that it's okay to take it in multiple directions where for some people it's gonna be like, it's my skills. I'm, I'm a top in my local scene. And so Mm -hmm. I can do these skills. Well, this is what I'm bringing to the table, but it's also how you negotiate, how you make people feel, how much you're able to and willing to give to another person. Sometimes what you're bringing to the table does not mean that you're actually looking for some long-term love affair relationship. What you're bringing to the table is a set of skills and a willingness to try and right. you know trying to achieve a mutual outcome between you and this other person. Uh, when you first um, proposed this, there was a, I'm, y'all I spend way too much on it, time on Instagram reels. We already know this. <laughs> and everything that's on Instagram reels start on TikTok. I know, but I don't like TikTok, so whatever. There was a sound that went around on Instagram for a while that was this kind of question. The, the sound in the, the voice on the thing said, what do I bring to the table? Honey, I am the table. And look, <laughs> I can't even fully articulate what I think that means, but that's a fucking vibe. And I love that confidence. I mm-hmm. kind of, in an abstract way, cause I'm not looking for anything and I've got my man, <laughs> I'm, I can kind of go, yeah, I am the fucking table now. If I was trying to meet people, <laughs> I, was, I would not have that confidence. I can have that confidence cause we're not sitting around the table trying to hash this out. Um, so I think it's also perfectly acceptable if you're like, I'm not bringing the table. I am the fucking table. I, I'm, I'm everything, I kind of take that as I'm the complete package. I'm whole on on my own. I can handle myself on my own. I've got this. The other thing that when we're talking about what somebody brings to the table that kind of came to my mind was this idea that what, that what you bring to the table should enhance ultimately what you're trying to achieve. It should contribute. Um, I think that there is often, at least in my experience, maybe I've had too many not great relationships in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ending on a high note, just so everybody knows, but before we both, you, we both, we both are before you, it was touch and go. And yeah. if anybody looked over my past, uh, relationships, they'd be like, what the hell was wrong with you, Caleb? Were you like drinking? What was going on? But <laughs> There are absolutely people who don't want, can't, can't, or don't want to add anything. They don't want to enhance anything. They don't want to contribute. They want you to bring everything and then use that to fill up their empty holes so that they don't have to do any of the work. And I think this 
manifests in a lot of different ways. In my experience, it was absolutely taking on responsibility for another person who could not take responsibility for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I think of this topic, I am thinking of people who are absolutely imperfect, that we all have things we could be working on for ourselves, things that, you know, we've gone through and we've got to deal with, things we've got to heal from, like things we've got to grow from. But this is about, okay, it's a level set playing field. You contribute this, I contribute that. Together mm-hmm. we make something interesting, good, amazing, better right. when it's together than maybe when it's apart. And what I see as a big part of this is to say not, you know, yes, a, a good part of it is for me to say, okay, well, what do I bring to the table? Mm-hmm. What, what do I, you know, bring out in this relationship? What, what can I offer? What can I contribute? Right, yeah. That, that makes me valuable. But at the same time, I also want to look on the other side of that what is important to me that somebody gives me? Mm-hmm. You said a word there that I want I want to dig in on a little bit, valuable. And mm-hmm. I think people mistake your value to a relationship as your self-worth and the worth, your self-worth for yourself, obviously self-worth mm-hmm. is the term, and your worth to the other person. And I think that that's something to pull out a little bit because when, when I'm thinking of this topic and what I bring to the table, let me go down a laundry list for you. Well, I'm the submissive, so if we're in a power exchange, guess who's going to be on the bottom? That would be me. Um, I am willing to communicate. I think that sometimes people think, oh, what do I bring to the table? Well, I better bring my communication skills. And if you've got communication skills, guess what? You you are bringing that. Yeah. But they are skills that are learned over time. So you don't have to be perfect, fully formed as a kinkster to have value and bring that to the table. Right. Sometimes it's your willingness to learn. It's your curiosity. It's your sure. openness and the fact that you will maybe not be unafraid necessarily, but move forward even through mm-hmm. nervousness and, and uncertainty. Not uncertainty in the other person, but in the, I'm about to do something I have never done before. Right. Can I do this? So I, I agree with you and I know exactly what you're saying when we, we speak in terms of value, but I know there are enough people out there who would who would immediately internalize that as, oh, so what I have to do is go away and become the perfect, insert your, kink style here and yeah. then i will add something to the table bring something to the table no, and that's not true at no, all no, that's no, not no. true at all um you know we talked about perfection recently yes, a few episodes recently. back and and you know one thing i wish i had added at the end of that episode mm-hmm. that i think fits here with what you're saying mm-hmm. you know do not strive for perfection you'll never achieve it you'll never achieve it strive for growth yes forward movement yeah a little bit better than you used to be Mm -hmm. maybe not yesterday maybe than you used to be a year ago maybe in the last relationship but forward progression yeah progression of some sort progression over perfection every damn Mm -hmm. time and i think that's that you know it's funny because i like this idea of of having people look in turn inward what are Mm -hmm. words i don't know (laughs) um and think what do I bring to the table? But as an anxious perfectionist, I know that too many people will not, are not yet at a point where they can go, okay, this is about what I add and not about 
where I'm deficient. Now, that doesn't mean right. if you're thinking, what do I bring to the table? You should not be mindful of, and let's put air quotes around this because this is a subjective, deficiencies. Where are you lacking? Where do you need more work? But see, sometimes in the right relationship, you're going to work on it with that person. Exactly. So the willingness to try new things, the willingness to you know, explore and expand your horizons a little bit. The willingness to get, you know what? One of the things that more people need to bring to the damn table is the willingness to do the hard shit. And what I mean by that is to have the hard conversations, to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I think we absolutely have to mention is that unfortunately, not everybody is worth sitting at the fucking table with. And we've all had, bad relationships where we we were with somebody or we're about to be with somebody who you know was having one of those red flag fucking parades and the color guard was dressed head to toe and red behind them right like i know i get y'all's emails i know you're out there you know that you can in all good faith come to the table with your best qualities and your best attributes and all your willingness to try and if the person on the other end is either (laughs) in it for themselves completely or just completely disingenuous and only saying the quote right things to get something that they want no amount of good that you bring to the table will overcome that and you have to know that and the hardest thing i think there is to learn when it comes to relationships is to honor that voice inside of you that goes something doesn't seem right i'm not sure this is worth my time i don't feel good here and and be willing to go, okay, I hear that voice. I hear have that feeling, however it manifests for you. I'm outie. Now, sometimes it's a 20-year mm-hmm. relationship and we wake up and we hear it and that's harder to disentangle ourselves from. That's a whole other topic we could have a conversation about one day. But I'm talking about the people that you've been talking to for five minutes. And there are people who so desperately want the relationship to work that they will ignore the, that inner voice. They will ignore the signs. Yeah. They will, and you will bring your best to the table and it can't ever be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that some people do not deserve to be at that table with you. And the best lesson I think you'll ever learn when it comes to relationships is to figure out who is worthy of that yeah. place across from you and, and that position with you. And, you know, let me go go into this a little bit. You know, you we've talked a fair amount about the S types in this. Sure. But, you know, D types, this goes for you, too. What what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You know, in in order to have a, a good, um, you know, DS relationship or even a, a, a play partners, uh, you know, or, or poly or anything like that, that, that you want, you know, bring it, your, you know, respect, build that trust. Okay. Honesty. Things like respecting boundaries mm-hmm. and limits. Respecting your right. own and the other person's. Exactly. Because your boundaries and limits are just as important as the person that you're playing with or that you're in a relationship with. You know, it's not about trying to find the loopholes oh, in, in yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> no. If, 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 if someone has a, a boundary of not being hugged, 
not being picked up. You know what? You respect that. You don't, oh, well, they won't mind it in this case. Bullshit. Right, because what you just brought to the table is the idea that your partner now cannot trust you. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I think, you know, there's the thinking of the, it's almost like a pro-con list, but I don't think it, that's the right term for it. Because it's, I think it's easy to think about what we know we do well that we bring mm-hmm. to the table. Like, I know that I'm organized. I know that I want to serve. I know that I like impact play. I know that I have a certain level of communication skills. I know that I have tenacity and I know that I have ambition. Like, I know what I'm bringing mm-hmm. to the table. But I don't often think about where I falter, where I will fall mm-hmm. down. Now, that doesn't mean that that becomes a negative and kind of like a tally where that makes you lesser. It's sort of an understanding of we're going to struggle here. Like, I know mm-hmm. that when my mental health is bad, uh, I'm I'm not the most obedient person you'll ever meet. <laughs> I'm not the most respectful person. I have the classic thing of the more anxious I am, the angrier I can get. And that's hard when you're a submissive whose main role is always be respectful, right? Mm-hmm. But understanding my own flaws, that is something to bring to the table because if I understand some of my flaws, I can, that can be a part of the conversation. Be like, I need you to know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I know where I falter. I will never be perfect. I'm not here at this table telling you right. I'm gonna be perfect about this. I am telling you that I recognize this in myself. And so I can, it's i'm imagining an actual like table we're sitting at because i think of this as part of part of the negotiation process Mm -hmm. just as much as it is the relationship building process and if i have the knowledge of myself and the self-awareness to say i know this is a thing i struggle with i need you to know that one it's going to happen two i know about it three how are you going to handle it because what that means to me is if i'm that self-aware and look, it's been decades in the making to get to this level of self-awareness. And I promise you, there are things I'm not aware of. I'm, yeah. It's a process for the rest mm-hmm, of my life. Mm-hmm. But when you can show what you're self-aware about that's maybe in the negative, a few things happen. One, that opens up an avenue of potential connection and communication with the right person. Right. Two, it lets a person know in the early days if they want to be part of this journey. Sure. Look, we've talked about this in the past. I know that I am a lot. Trademark, okay? I know who I am. (laughs) I know that that means I am absolutely wrong for lots of people. Yeah. I am okay with that. I, (laughs) I would rather know that I am too much because I am a lot, trademark. Uh, (laughs) On the first conversation or the first date or in the first week, because I could tell you that. Like, I know who I am and let me tell you Mm -hmm. to some extent who I am. You just go ahead and tell me that that's more than you want. And I'll be like, okay, have a good life. Let's move on with our day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that knowing what what you bring to the table does not always have to be, I know how to do this kiki thing, have this many years in the lifestyle, I've had this many relationships. I know, you know, that is a part of it but it's not all of it right it's it's not um a gilded cage so to speak you know we all have our strengths we all have our weaknesses um you know i'm 
I am stubborn <laughs> to a fault. Oh my God! I, I, I dig, love you so I, much. You're so right. <laughs> I I can dig my heels in. You need to break out a jackhammer to get me to. And and you could be stubborn about a thing that's not worth being stubborn about. And yeah. you're like, and just sometimes God love you. I love you. You know, I love you. And sometimes be See? wrong, just dead <laughs> ass wrong, and is stubborn and wrong at the same time. And I'm over here going, okay. <laughs> So the submissive part of me is like, I just want to be happy and I want to, let me find the way to, and then the part of me that just is, has no patience for that is like, but you're wrong. And <laughs> it's, it's fun times, but yes, yeah. your stubbornness is a thing that will have to be dealt with in, in yeah. if anybody gets and, into a relationship and, with you. And, you know, just part of my, my, my stubbornness in the right aspects can be a strength. Absolutely. You say it all the time. Our strengths are our weaknesses. Yes. The things that. Yeah allow us to do good things, to grow, to have great opportunities, mm -hmm. whatever, 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 are also the things on the other edge of that sword that <laughs> we, we <laughs> will fuck ourselves over yes. <laughs> with that. Yes. Which, you know what? I think that might be an interesting way because I know there are people out there who focus on their weaknesses mm -hmm. and they, that's what they get preoccupied with. It tends to be right. But Folks, how can that how can that weakness be focused into a strength? Right. Like what if you flip that around and you go, Oh, I'm so quiet, I never speak up. Yeah, but I'll bet you're a great listener. Right. I bet you're really observant. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm so socially awkward. Yeah, but I make I bet you have a way of making other socially awkward people feel comfortable. I bet you're fucking funny. Socially awkward right. people tend to be pretty fucking funny. Like every like, yeah, I think and so if you're thinking what do I bring to the, the DS table? What do I add? And all you're focusing on are your weaknesses. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a really good thought exercise to go, wait, what's, how, how in other people, because what'll happen is in yourself, you won't see it as a strength. So pretend you're thinking of like a friend or somebody else or some, some made up person in your head. Okay, how would this be a strength for them? Because if we can depersonalize it, sometimes we're better able mm -hmm. to actually think through it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you depersonalize and you go, what would that make be a strength for someone else, not me, right? And then you identify the strength and you go, oh wait, if you think about it, you'll go, oh, I do that. I have that strength. But, mm -hmm. but I think our weaknesses can be things that we bring to the table too. They're, right. they're opportunities for growth. Absolutely. The thing that you and I fully believe and I know it's not right or true for all power exchange relationships, but for many power exchange relationships, we grow together. We make each other better yes. in some way. Like just, even if we're just as a support system. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that you have to come to this table. We keep fucking talking about perfect <laughs> and fully formed and have all of your shit together and everything figured out. Absolutely fucking not. You know what you need? You need a person on the other side of that fucking table. Who's like, yeah, I'm, I'm jacked up too, but why don't we try and like get through this together? Yep. Why don't we go on this journey together? Why don't we grow mm -hmm. together? Why don't we learn yep. together? Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things that that works for us is that, you know, m I lead the relationship. I, mm -hmm. I lead our relationship. Mm -hmm. But there are times, there are things in my life I just can't. Mm -hmm. You know, life knocks you down sometimes. And you know what? She's right there by my side holding me up and keeping me going. 
keeping us sometimes i'm pulling us forward sometimes you're pulling us forward Mm -hmm. and you know what sometimes we're just treading water together keeping each other's heads above Mm -hmm. water we're Mm -hmm. not going forward we're not going sideways we're just in we're just still in one spot but we're together supporting one another and and then there are times i'm holding her up keeping her going one step at a time and there are times when one of us is dragging the other one across the ground (laughs) 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 how did we get here i don't know and it you know it's funny it's not i that i think that there's necessarily like a specific skill that you somehow have Mm -hmm. to possess to be able to do that i really think it's a lot, a lot of things because everything's really nuanced sure. and complex. But I think part of it is the w- the willingness to. I can't always work hard for myself. I can't always keep going for myself, but I can keep going for somebody I care about. Right. You ha- you possess that as well. A lot of us do. I think most mm-hmm. of us do. Um, you know, it's this desire to build the thing together to. Yeah maintain mutually both everybody involved has to be on this page it does not work long term if only one person is doing this but it's this willingness to carry as much load as i can handle when i can handle it in in service of the relationship not because that's where we started from that's to me that's not where you should start in a relationship that's not first day first month first year level stuff this is we went through the early stages of learning one another and learning to trust each other and learning each other's weaknesses and strengths and foibles and dealing with sticky things that we were like how do we get through this on our own and together and we did all of that while also being the people we are now there's been a lot of growth and a lot of learning over all those years so we're not exactly the people we were anymore um and all of that then comes together to for us to go because we are the people that we are this is a good relationship i am fulfilled by this i am getting my needs met maybe not every moment of every day but more than more often than not i am satisfied and content and i want this to keep going so now because we are the people we are i will dig in and help this move forward you know right so that means that sometimes i shoulder the the load and the burden and sometimes you mm-hmm. do and sometimes we move forward together. The past year has not felt like a forward movement kind of year. <laughs> no. We've been treading water, but we've yeah. been doing it together. Right. And that's a thing that we know about relationships that we individually bring to the table. It also means because we are self-aware enough, and I'm a huge fan of becoming self-aware in whatever method you need to do that, uh-huh. um, that... It, if we were to negotiate another relationship with another person individually, we don't expect that person to do that day one, month one, year one. Mm-hmm. But there, we expect there's there's something, and I think sometimes it's overt and sometimes it's subtle. But there's like a way, a sense you get of people who are also like that. Right. And I look for not somebody to do that on day one as a thing they bring to the table, but for me to have a sense that they are the type of person who would do that with the right people, with the right partner, Mm -hmm. in the right relationship. If this were to work, I think they would be that type of person. Sure. It doesn't mean that I'd be right. It doesn't mean, I I think a lot of people get it, form relationships and you think this is a person who's going to have my back. This is a person who's going to support me. And then, (laughs) hmm. I was married to the time I was wrong about that. Um, You can be very wrong about that. Um, 
but that is a thing like if i'm looking for what does somebody bring to the table it's giving me that sense that i will at the right time have that partly because i know i'm going to give that as right. well it, yeah i think this is pretty simple kind of and straightforward but also super complex and nuanced because what you bring to the table will not be the same thing that i bring to the table correct what you bring to the table will not always be what somebody else wants from you or wants on the other side mm -hmm. of that table and that's an incompatibility thing and, and right hopefully you find that out sooner rather than later and then you do the brave thing of going nice to know you hope maybe we can be friendly or friends and go find the person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who's on the other side of that and i mean there table. you know the other side of that too is you know you may be you know as 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 a big d type you know if you're a owner who likes to micromanage you know and and you can bring those those skills to the table for a ds relationship okay but somebody's who's a little and doesn't want to be micromanaged and 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 has a bit of sass or you know can be a bit of a brat you know those things are going to clash so that that's why i say you kind of have to know know thyself mm -hmm. you know and and understand what you want you know and if you do that things could change over time because absolutely just like with us you know as as I built trust with you, you were more open to try new and different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it, it comes down to no matter what we do, you know, there is always a risk associated with, with the things that we do. Absolutely. And that's why I say you, 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 you bring to the table things like trust, honesty, respect, and the possibilities are endless. Absolutely. And if you are willing to give what it is you want to receive mm -hmm. in the trust and honesty and respect and vulnerability and caring right. and, and whatever it is that you need and that you're looking for and that will will help you be, you know, a happy, healthy kingster and a happy, healthy mm -hmm. power relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you can't just demand those things from other people if you're not willing no. to give those things yourself. It is right. a give and take. We talked about that. God, I don't even remember how long ago it was when we talked about the imbalance between dom and sub that, but that we're not actually not equals. Another very nuanced conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think one of the hardest things to for some people to realize is that it'll never be enough for you just to be the one to bring everything to the table the no. other person has to bring something and again let me say one more time it does not mean that you have to be fully formed and have all of these skills and have all of your shit together and be like have zero problems that no 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 okay right most of it is the willingness to try right the willingness to step forward and kind of go yeah this th i'm willing to go down this the, path the the willingness and openness to try different things to learn different things to be open to new experiences and even ideas mm -hmm. all right the 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 world of bdsm 
has grown and changed so much. And it's a wonderful thing. You say it all the time. It's a we're lifelong learners. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's a human thing, not just a king thing, because I'm I'm 42 year old grown ass woman. I'm still learning shit about myself mm-hmm. every day. I'm learning about how I relate to others every yeah. day. Hell, we're learning about how we handle things in our relationship every day. Right. Um, and so if I waited until I had every, like some weird checklist completely you know, figured out before I could enter into a relationship, I would be miserable and alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's the practical, the I'm a sub, that's what I'm bringing to the table, so I'm looking for a dom, or I'm into impact play, so I too am looking for, you know, there's the practical things of this is who I am, that's what you Mm -hmm. bring to the table. Here are my life experiences, that's what I bring to the table. Here's what I'm willing to do, here's what I will not Mm -hmm. accept, here's what I will not tolerate, like those are things that you bring to the table. And then you go into the willingness to learn, the willingness to try, the willingness to explore, the, the willingness to act on good faith and hope and assume and watch for the the yeah. other person to do things on good faith and that you know mm-hmm. it's it's kind of um i wanted to say rings of hell but that's not <laughs> what i meant there's a term and i can't think of what it is but it's almost like hierarchy of needs but not quite like there's the big broad things like what are your kinks what are you mm-hmm. looking for in the in terms of that and then you you focus and narrow in mm-hmm. on things that are extremely important, but they're a lot squishier that aren't about yeah. just your kink, just your role. They're about how you relate to other people and what you need to feel content or complete or happy and healthy and whole. Like, you know, and that's not just the surface level stuff. That's not just the big stuff, the showy stuff. Um, And I think that thinking to yourself, what do I bring to the table is a great exercise for people who struggle with recognizing or at least acknowledging what they do well. (laughs) So if there are any doms out there who would like to assign this task to your sub, (laughs) but thinking about what makes you good at something, what you do that you're proud of, mm-hmm. who you are that you struggled to become and you're like, yeah, I wish I could, I wish 20 year old me could see me now, you know? Right. Those are things that you are bringing to the table. Your experiences, good and bad. How you made it through those experiences, good and bad. The mistakes you made and the lessons you learned from those mistakes, you're bringing to the table. Um, and it's a lot. It's a lot more than, than you think. And you bring more than you realize. Mm-hmm. Some of us need to bring more than we are. And <laughs> probably the bigger thing is to get good at realizing who is trying to sit at your table and have a free lunch. Yeah. And isn't yeah. actually contributing. And And it's not enough to know what you bring to the table. Know what you want brought to your table. What you're looking for. What you're looking for. Again, don't use it as a checklist. You have to get no. everything because uh, the universal surprise your ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely had a clear picture in my mind of who my partner might eventually be. Thankfully, I, I blew that the hell out of the I water. I went, fuck that plan. <laughs> and <laughs> Because what you see before you would not 
<laughs> exist today if I couldn't look beyond that. But I do think that's a good exercise too. Like, yeah, because what is what do they need to bring to the table? That can be a list of things you will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. Things that you need know you need from a partner that are not the kinks, and sometimes it is the right. kinks, right? So, yeah, I think it's it's one of those good questions to ask yourself if you are miserable in your current relationship man that's a real good exercise (laughs) um if you have had some failed relationships and you're like what the fuck is going on around here it's a good (laughs) exercise for you too Mm -hmm. um and you know what even really content happy healthy like long term you've been together 50 years kind of things sure you know that's a good conversation to have you know and i think in those cases it might be interesting to ask your partner, what is it that I bring to the table? What is it about me? And then do it for the other. You might, you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Mm-mm. So I think that's all. Yeah. I, it was just a question and a concept mm-hmm. and it was JB's idea. And I love that. <laughs> you should have more of those, please. And thank you. Um, so yeah, we, um, we're, done talking about yeah. that real quick before we go into the bonus section just as an fyi um ne- the week after this episode is recorded and goes out in podcast form we will be on a scheduled break i know some of the others like haven't they been on breaks for about 85 years yes i know yeah. this one is planned though and we want to mm-hmm. keep it <laughs> um so we definitely will not have an episode the week after this one comes out Correct. um but we will we might have other stuff that ends up going live that we've pre-scheduled because we're right. behind on some other things mm-hmm. but if we're quiet that's why we know we just want to yeah. let everybody know that we know that we'll be quiet when we week. we realized what the day before yesterday that you know Two or three days the, ago. the 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 following week is going to be our technically scheduled break quarterly break that we take and we kind of looked at each other and without even really talking about it we we were both in in agreement that i i think we need to keep the break yeah i actually think i will i may work on mm-hmm. some stuff but it will be it won't be as intense right especially as this week is yeah as we'll discuss uh, as we'll as, as we'll discuss <laughs> um yeah it's been a week and uh all right so are we good <laughs> I don't feel like I'm qualified to make that assessment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll let others decide. All right. Well, mm-hmm. then let's uh, get on with it. Okay. Ready? Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you at some point in the near future. We don't actually know when. Yes, baby girl. And I talk to the crickets. You may talk to the crickets. Okay, so podcast <laughs> listeners, this won't mean anything to you because we are on track for you. Everything I just said is is, is right. Yeah. This episode will come out at some point on Friday. At its normal time, mm-hmm. I don't know, but on Friday, YouTube watchers, there, there, <laughs> things are a bit wonky there. Yes. If all goes to plan, <laughs> and I don't anticipate that anymore. I don't think there are plans no. that are capable of surviving no. anything too, anymore. Too many times in 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 the the recent future, universe has said, "Fuck your Hold plans. my beer." <laughs> but 
if this video goes live when I think it will, you will actually perceive no break. Right? <laughs> because by the time this video is supposed to go live, I think, based on what I'm currently planning, because we're a week behind on fucking everything, mm -hmm. we'll be almost into the new week when we'll be streaming on that Wednesday, assuming the universe allows us to. Yeah. The one thing I do want to say that sucks for anybody on YouTube, because you'll be getting the information a week late, hopefully, um, we are going live June 17th, Friday, June 17th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. For our hangout. For our monthly hangout. Yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, I'm really looking forward I to that. I kind of am, too. Um, just to kind of, of be and chill. This has been very weird the last two weeks. I miss... It, it's funny. Yes. I I miss the interaction with the live chat I with the too. folks during the stream. I feel like y'all on the podcast, I know I'm talking to y'all, but right. y'all can't talk back in real time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I forget I'm talking to a person. Whereas with the live stream, I can see them commenting back. There's a delay, but I can see them responding to a thing that hopefully I remember I said five minutes before. And I know like I'm speaking directly to somebody mm -hmm. and it's just... Yeah. So for a recap, we did not have a live stream last week because YouTube <laughs> put us in the corner. I complained about that in the last bonus section. Okay. This week, however, oh. first of all, podcast listeners, I don't know that anybody actually pays attention to this. I started this literally back in 2015. I don't know why. And I don't know why I've never changed it. But I always, for whatever reason, and maybe not this week, I don't know, I always make the podcast go live, get published at just after midnight, Correct. our time zone. Which for, depending on where you live, is like happy surprise. You wake up in the morning and there's and a podcast. And there we are. Or if you're like Pacific, you're like, oh, I'm about to go to bed. There's a podcast. Like, you know, I, I don't know why I picked that time. I had a reason a hundred million years ago. We are recording this so late compared mm -hmm. to how we have been for the past few years right that i'm like is it gonna go out at its normal time i actually had to because i am a weirdo about that stuff i had to go nobody gives a fuck if it doesn't go yeah. out at the exact same time it's been going out since 2015 and and podcast listeners if you're like where the fuck was our mini so this week oh we well, literally i mean we didn't forget, and then we did forget, and then it didn't matter that we forgot, because when the fuck did, were we going to have time? Yeah. We have to, like, do a rundown of this week. I know. Well, <laughs> actually, wild. actually, this week started last week. Part, a big part, part of a what big, we've been dealing with, A big with, yes. part of what we've been dealing with. Um, what day was it? Thursday? Thursday? Friday? It was Thursday. It started Thursday. Started Thursday the of last week. And the mold that we found. That was Thursday. Yeah. Um, growth. 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 Um, Growth. Apparently, unbeknownst to us, our AC system has been slowly dying. And it's about 14 years old, yeah. so it's had a good run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, <laughs> we, we discovered it in a big... In uh, a very soppy, in, wet in, way. In a very sloppy, wet... Oh, my, my God. a wet piece of carpet and... Yeah just this anybody who has sens sensorial things you know that my foot went up and like mm -hmm. curled in on itself in disgust yeah. like ah! that was awful that was so awful. um yeah that was the beginning of it uh sat friday we had somebody out here 
excuse me, uh, looking at it, and they were just like, uh, we're so sorry. Your, <laughs> your air conditioning is dying. Yeah. And, you know, we talked and, and, and everything and um, got sticker shock at the cost of a new system. Because here's the thing. Mid-afternoon on Friday, they were looking at it. They came out the, the day after we called. Like, we call, you called yeah. Thursday afternoon, like the moment we found it, because mm -hmm. we saw it Thursday morning, I think. You called Thursday afternoon. They had somebody out there the very next day. Our AC was still working, so it wasn't like an emergency. Right, we were like, right. there's a problem, but we got cold air. Mm -hmm. They come out mid-afternoon on Friday. By late afternoon on Friday, we're financing a whole ass system for not a small house. Right. During a time of one of the worst inflation periods in how many freaking decades? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It ain't cheap to get a new system. No. But, and they were they were like, so we signed our life away. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we can start Monday. We're like, no, 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 you cannot. We cannot because Monday <laughs> was the day that was scheduled for my mom's internment. So, catch you up. She'd been cremated. The services were a few weeks ago due to a snafu, not of our making, putting her urn in the niche at the place got delayed until yeah. this past Monday, June 13th, two hour drive. You were like, I want you to go with, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me, I, I moved the schedule. My, I had some appointments and stuff. I moved them all. And then because we don't like to leave the 12 year old alone when we can't quickly get to him. And it, it was a whole day. We knew it was going to be a whole day right. adventure. We brought him with. So all day Monday, we left at what? Eight o'clock in the morning? Eight o'clock in the morning. And then we got home at... Six? Six something? Yeah. All day. So it was not a work day for anybody. No. It was a day of travel. Mm-hmm. We were... It was... Um, too emotional you you know no it it, it was it wasn't um I, I i wanted to leave space for you to like feel big things and mm -hmm. i think i i think i felt more leading up to it oh you definitely did you definitely did um and and i think i had built it up more in my mind than it was and, and you were annoyed that it had to happen and hadn't happened to the day of the service the, when it, it yeah to. when it was supposed to and i don't disagree with you i was yeah. annoyed too um, but it, it, it went very well. Um, yeah, it was, it was emotional, but in, in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it went, it went, it went well and it, it turned out very nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It did though. The things that were done, if you don't know much about that, because I didn't know what we ended up doing was even a thing you could do. I knew you could have an obviously know about cremation and i know you then are in an urn mm -hmm. and i even know you could put an urn in something at like a cemetery right but the way this cemetery does it and apparently a lot of them do now yeah. i didn't know was that the place where you can put an urn is actually glass and you can see in and that allows families to also decorate it mm -hmm. and put things that are special to their about their loved one in there so it's like it's, it's like showcases their personality right and um, you and your sister did a great job. It's, it, it fits your mom. Like I'm looking yeah. like, yeah, that's your mom. Uh, <laughs> right. And I, who know I want to be cremated, but actually was like, just scatter my ashes somewhere. I was like, wait, do you mean I could have a purple urn with like either unicorns, mermaids or butterflies on it? And then like some purple shit and then 
maybe I need to tell the boys that's what I want. Because I was like, but think of the decorating possibilities. <laughs> and I'm such a control freak. I would probably have the items saved for them. This goes in the niche. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hopefully not going to be in a position to have to deal with that for a very long time. Right. But, so that was Monday, and Monday was a good day. We yeah. um, went back down to where we used to live, and we looked around, and we went to one of our favorite restaurants, and even the 12-year-old who at first was not excited about going was like, okay, this isn't so bad, and we made a right. day of it because we were we going to be there anyway. I we, mean, we, we kind of did a drive-by of our old condo, and uh, the youngest wanted to, to see his, his old school that he went to yeah. down there. You know, so we we did kind of make a a nice day of it. And we did that thing that everybody does or everybody I know does when you go back to a place you used to live or used to visit. Like, I don't remember that being there. Right. Wait, they tore that down. Mm -hmm. We've only been gone three years. It's not been that long. So that was a good day, but it was essentially a lost day. Everything we normally would have done on a Monday, gone. Tuesday, AC people come. Now. Y'all, it is Florida in the summertime, and part of what they do with AC stuff is, like, attic stuff, and they got to, like, be around places. Well, they didn't show up to start working until 10 o'clock. I was Mm -hmm. like, isn't it going to be hot for y'all? They start doing our AC. Now it's got to get warm because now they've undone everything to redo it. And they start pulling out parts of ductwork that are accessible, and they're like... Well, this is also a problem. Yeah. So by Tuesday evening, we had signed more of our life away to replace all the ductwork yeah. in the house. Um, the ductwork up there was uh, original to the house. Mm-hmm. 84. And this house um, built. a lot of it had collapsed. Um, it had holes in it. It needed to be it, replaced. It needed to be replaced. It did. So, um, so they were coming Wednesday for that Wednesday when we normally live stream. Yeah. There were men tramping around <laughs> our attic mm-hmm. and we had no, no AC, AC because the cold air that was flowing was flowing into the attic. To keep them as cool as possible so they could work. So you were trying to get some work done on Tuesday while they were doing the AC right. stuff at the back. I was trying to work. Um, plus there are appointments going on. There's been a lot of appointments for the kids lately, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. And it's one getting steadily hotter Two, every so often they need somebody They have a question. Right. They got to let you know they got to come in the house. They got whatever. And so I was up and down, up and down, up and down the whole time they were here. I was like, how am I going to get any work done? How am I going to get any work done? And then we decide, huh, Sure. Not only will we replace the ductwork, they're like, we can come Wednesday. We're like, we will sacrifice live stream day right. because let's just get this all done in one fell swoop. Yeah. And so Wednesday, we could never have recorded one. It would have been too hot to tramping above mm. our heads. That was another day of up and down, up and down. They came on Wednesday and didn't start until nine, which was earlier than the, day, the day, before. day before. But this is Florida in summer, and those guys spent the entire day in our attic. Plus, it was the first day of the heat wave. Yes, first day of the heat wave. I was like, oh, my God. How are you not here earlier? But okay, I'm, I'm not your manager. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, they because of the heat, they couldn't finish everything on Wednesday. Now, here's what I need you to do, the irony of this. Our system was dying. We found the problem and reported it. Right. System was dying. We needed a new system. Mm-hmm. We've, man- we've managed to make it happen. I'm trying not to think too hard about that part. <laughs> but but we had cold air. 
consistently. The house was comfortable, yeah. Was it running efficiently, as efficiently as we moved in? Probably not. No. But we had cold air. Wednesday, after they left, they had to stop for the day. It was too damn hot. They, they, the poor fellow was just like, we can't take it up there anymore. He says, I've gotten woozy multiple times. I got to have We have to stop. We'll come back in the morning. Which was fine. We did not have a problem with that. Had no problem with that. Problem was, they had to leave the duct work unfinished. Yeah. Which meant that the AC could not cool the house down beyond a certain point. Right. 80 degrees. <laughs> which meant that the AC would have run nonstop for 16 to 18 hours between the time they left, the time they yeah. came back, like somewhere in there. And we were like, that can't be good for anything. No. So after getting new AC system and part of our new deck work done, we had the hottest night we've had in this house since we moved in. Right. And nobody has been in a good mood no. on it. So they came in today, the day we're recording, Thursday the 16th. They finished it all up. They did. We're still in the heat wave. Mm-hmm. Anyways, keeping the track. House started cooling down. I got a vent face, like aimed right at my desk. Yeah. I'm the coolest I've ever been in this room. Now, mm-hmm. here's the downside. Because y'all, anybody who's been around for a minute or watched old videos knows or listened or whatever... This office is hot, and we wanted to put vents in the side of the office we actually record in. Yeah. Sort of record in between our office area and our... I can feel the cold air right now from the new vent. So we were like, okay, we're going to put some vents in this room. They could not put the vents in because there's no access. There's no access to that part of the attic. But they could give me a vent where the cold air literally blows in my face. (laughs) I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, this, This corner... Off to the side where we're is the most comfortable. Is is the coolest it has ever been. Mm -hmm. And then we had a bit of a scare, and we haven't gotten to check because we've been recording, so we can't check the thermostat. Where, um, the it hit seventy eight because once they finished the duct work, Mm -hmm. did what they need to do, did our vent, they turned everything back on. They're like, okay, it's been warm in here; it should start cooling down, and it did. But then it got to seventy eight degrees in here, and it wouldn't. it, It wouldn't go lower. It wouldn't go any lower. So we don't know. Is it the heat wave? Could be. Mm-hmm. Is it that there's not enough refrigerant in the AC? Could be. Is it a bad thermostat? We don't know. Could be. So we're we're not hot right no. now like we were last night. But we have to go through the night and see what the thermostat does once right. the sun goes down to figure out is it the heat wave or mm-hmm. is there a problem? And I just keep thinking, look, when the dying system and the shitty duct work were installed i had cold air (laughs) right yeah i know now i do think to myself wait could the system we had have handled this heat wave i honestly don't know i know honestly don't know we'll never know it's gone now i mean this this could have been the straw that broke the camel's back at the same time yeah but also i just keep thinking but the shitty system still gave me cold air. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't yeah. had that much cold air with this new system yet. But one of <laughs> one of one of the things that we noticed with the old system, um, especially after we discovered what we discovered when we did, um, we kept having over time. It was a gradual thing, and, and it didn't really register until it did. We kept having to drop the thermostat a degree yeah or to two. get to the same it's funny because people talk to us they're like oh my god my electric bill with this florida heat is like and they've been raising rates and stuff mm-hmm. five hundred dollars well and we're like no we don't pay that much and then i realized i said because you and i were like do we just have a really well insulated house and we kind of do it was a benefit yeah. of when we bought this place there was like wait 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 
we don't put our thermostat to 70 or 72 like a lot of people do. Right. We keep it at like 75, 76. That's comfortable mm-hmm. to us. Right. I want it a little bit lower when we go to bed because, man, the perimenopause is real. This is an internal combustion the tor- engine. The, tor- <laughs> the, the, the torch over here. <laughs> I am the heater. If you are cold, mm-hmm. just put your hands up near me and my body heat will warm you. Um, so I like it a little, but we don't keep, I mean, we even no. I don't want it at 72 and I'm no. perpetually warm. Right. So like we've been fortunate, but we've also tried to make been able to make choices where we've kept our electric bill in check but then we just found out that they're about to like seriously raise rates around here so it's like i said you know what we probably won't actually see a difference in our electric bill because of the rate hike but it'll be the same which means we won't see the rate hike right but but we have to get it to where it's not running 24 7 first yeah. But that could be, like you said, that could be the heat wave. Right. And this heat wave is no joke. And I know there are people who do not have central heat mm-hmm. and air or mm-hmm. who do, are not in a position where they could <laughs> sign their life away to get a whole new unit. Like, right. I, I'm grateful that we could do it no matter how stressful it is because yeah. I might be a Florida girl, but I was not built for this heat. Just, no, we, we hit 113 and it's degrees. Dangerous. It's yeah, we, dangerous. We hit 113 like degrees, yeah. which um, is um this time of the year for even for us here in florida that that is way out of line those temperatures Um, uh, that's august weather well even then in august we 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 brush a hundred well the actual temperature but then the feels like temperature but Mm -hmm. the the, yeah it's i was in our discord it's through our patreon for somebody we'll usually ask with discord that's you gotta be a part of our patreon for that but i was in the discord today the day we're recording and um, I think it was Silent Wing. Shout out to Silent Wing. Hi. Uh, up in Canada. They got I up that, into yeah. like, I think, I don't know if it was their heat index or what, but it was like a hundred and something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's Canada. Right. What the hell? Yep. Canada's supposed to be like a bastion of where do I go to like cool off, not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have yourself a Florida summer. So through, through all this uh, work that we've been having done, um, Onyx <laughs> had gone into deep hiding. Yes. Um, she was nowhere to be seen until they all left and came out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Ella, she pretty much just carried on business as usual, just hung out where she wanted to be and did what she wanted to do. She's been spending a lot more time in both boys' rooms. Yeah. And with, with having strange people coming in and out of the house... Uh, Lola, we put her in her crate, mm-hmm. um, just to be on the safe side because so many people coming in and out of the house. Um, Lola was not happy about that. I call it her big girl bark. Oh, if you are comfortable with big dogs, you'll go, well, that's loud, but okay. It's a little, okay. The guy who came in and talked to us about the duct work he said i am afraid of dogs yeah. he also said one he'd been bitten twice True. and one of those times was on the job at, at a, a customer's, customer's house, house yeah. who said to him my dog's friendly my dog's friendly and i said maybe their dog is friendly i said but that's also an animal and it uh, just doesn't right. take much for an animal mm-hmm. to bite but he got bitten on the job and i was like one, you do not have to worry. We have put her away. Right. Two, I know this will not help because you feel the way you feel, but that that it, her her bark is bigger than anything. It's just her big oh, girl yeah. bark. She 
she How big girl bark is intimidating. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I was like, um, damn girl. You know, we know her as the uh, 70 pound lap dog who likes to curl up in my lap mm-hmm. and, and wants belly rubs and will take as many treats as you will give her. Um, you know, when, when we take her for walks, um, her goal is to befriend every person on the street. Um, but which means when she doesn't like somebody, I pay attention to that. Right. Um, but yeah, we just felt it be best to, you know, be on the safe side with so many different yeah, people I mean, in and out. She could have gotten stressed and, and lashed out and right. not meant to like, not in a malicious, mm-hmm. like I'm out to like yeah. for blood kind of way. And what we do is when we put her in her crate, first of all, we bribe her with a treat. Yeah. I don't know why she's not losing weight. Anyway, <laughs> and then we put, because we we know it helps her calm, calm down and go to sleep. We put a blanket over, over her crate so it's darker and she mm-hmm. can't see everybody coming in and out. Right. I did not stop her from barking her full no. head off. And, and yes, her, her big girl bark is... Uh, yeah, I'll make you stand up and take notice. Yeah, I'm not afraid of her, but and when no. I when when that bark comes out of nowhere, and sometimes you can tell a tonal difference. I'm like, oh, she would not like whoever that is Mm-mm. that she's actually barking at. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad she's in the crate. And, you right? know, we do it for her. We do it for ourselves. We do it for the people who come in in yeah. our house. Um, the few times we've had work people in, we put her away. Like we mm-hmm. just make it safe for everybody. Um. I wouldn't want to take that chance. And, no. And also, I don't want to find out what she does when she's pissed and territorial. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know about that life. Right. I also, it's too late now. Um, because of timing, if if at any point you're like, haven't I heard these stories before? Uh, the um, Friday night live stream that's happening the day after this is being recorded. This will all be said again because people will ask us these questions. So we are mm-hmm. story repeaters, but this time it's we're also time travelers. Um, yeah. uh, we um, the kinkery we're having a sale on the stickers that yes. are over at the kinkery, the kinkery.com. That and that's well and good. And I, we're it's a clearance sale. We're selling out the inventory we've got. We're going to do different things with the stickers. Going to remake them like stuff, but. That is not in the midst of all this. We're having a sale and I'm trying to sell stickers and something goes wrong with the site (laughs) only for the things that are on sale that we're trying to get people to buy. And it's like the middle of the night and I'm messaging the guy who who handles the tech stuff for us. Love Michael. And I'm like, um, there's this problem. And I did these troubleshooting things. And also, can you fix it? And at the same time, I was like, it's hot as fuck. We got to go get groceries. There's a kid going, mom, I've got this thing I have to do for my appointment tomorrow. And there's this other kid going, mom, I'm going to this thing. And I'm like, (laughs) also, can somebody make my site work? I was like, this. (laughs) And, and I took on some extra writing because summer is slow for us in terms of like the shop and, and stuff yeah. going on which is fine we're we expected it this year because now we know from last year so it's like okay it's slow so i can take on more writing and i agreed to do a whole bunch of writing and then i procrastinated on some writing that was due this week and then it was harder than i thought it would be and so while they're oh god y'all so <laughs> if you do not know i write about sex outside of just like talking about power exchange I'm a freelance writer on top of it all. So today I'm, I've got a deadline and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I'm going to be late getting this article in. 
And there's men tramping around my fucking attic. <laughs> and then there are two men trying to put a hole in my ceiling to give me cold air. And I'm forever grateful for them. But they're standing there and making pleasant small talk with me about this vent that they're putting in. And on my screen, and my screen is 21 inches. It's like huge. It's the top cum lubes. <laughs> and I'm writing in what feel like larger than life letters, the benefits of yeah. cum lube. That is lube that looks like semen, if you're wondering. <laughs> it's like this is and i'm and i'm also thinking oh my god i'm gonna get i've got this thing to do and that thing to do this is gonna be late what if this is late i don't miss deadlines what the hell well also making yeah. pleasant small talk because you know what i was gonna make pleasant small talk with the people who gave me cold air you know sure, they're my new heroes not? it's you know, fine right At the oh lord it's it's been a weird week it has if i'm thinking for friday night again sorry for anybody who's like friday night when june 17th um <laughs> that's in the past for some of you um i think maybe there needs to be an adult beverage possibly <laughs> yeah yeah a few ciders mm -hmm. i mean not that would be crazy we don't do shots although uh can you imagine me answering bdsm questions while inebriated Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I can't imagine it. Mm -mm. So it's been a wild one. Yep. Um, every time I think, oh, we've gotten through a thing, it will calm down. Uh, life goes, stop saying that. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. I see this as a challenge now. <laughs> um, so I don't know what the, I don't know what life is going to bring next. I'm grateful we have cold air in the middle of a right. heat wave. Um, I'm glad we could sign our life away to have cold air. Yeah. Uh, so. Huh. Yeah, it's so that that's been us the past few weeks. Us. Yeah. Us. And in Between. the middle of it we didn't oh, and I also have had to learn a new video editing software. Yeah. Which has a ton of really cool features and it's gonna take me a while to get good at even the basics. But it's completely different from what I was using before. Sure. And so it stresses me out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we were there never able. There are tutorials. Able, I'm we, watching them. We were never able to get her iMovie working. No, and it's freaking native to my Mac. Right. We did all of the troubleshooting. We we did all everything. I I I went to the Mac website, uh, you know, and um, we we stepped through every process from updating the computer to you know in in Mac you have a process called clearing the the NVRAM. Um, and and a whole bunch of other things like it you was know, step by step, step it was hours step, step by it. step it process and uh never able to get it working so i i don't know no so i'm i'm using one that the 16 year old recommended but he loves making videos or he yeah. did at one point so i actually trust his judgment and he went yes mom you're capable of learning this one it's called hit film four express it's got mm -hmm. so many cool features. If I can learn how to use them, maybe my video game will improve. I mean, I, I can't speak for the content, but maybe the <laughs> jump cuts will be yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been going on at the same time. So if anybody's like, where the fuck have the videos been for video watchers, not YouTube listeners? No, podcast listeners, YouTube listeners? Mm -hmm. What are words? You know what I mean. Yeah. I'm also learning a brand new software in the middle of it. So, which stresses me out a lot because it, I, this yeah. is not a natural skill I possess. I have to work at this. Right. And I'm also a recovering perfectionist. So I hate being bad at stuff. It's, it's a bunch of stuff because that's mm -hmm. life. And yeah. I'm starting to become resigned to, 
there are no dull moments for us. No, no. I'm I'm just glad no. I'm going through it with you and not anybody else. I hear you. I hear so, you. So on that. Yeah. Um, I, I think we probably should go. Mm-hmm. Um, you hope, still have to do your part we, on we this. Still have to, I still have to edit this. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us. Um, I hope we, you know, in, in line with our topic, I hope we bring something to y'all's table. Yes. Um, yes, we try know, to. We, we, we try our best to do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope we, you know, give something to y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that note, I think we can say goodbye okay goodbye bye